Hello and welcome to Media Monday Show. As always, I'm not Gino. And I'm not John. And uh, what are we on here? Media Monday Show episode 22. Yes, the the double twos. The double twos. The terrible double twos. The terrible double twos. Is that is it like double terrible? I know I, I know. was like a terrible two. Like I was like a terrible four at twenty two. Yeah, that's when you met me. Yeah, yeah, you were definitely a four when I met you. <laughs> a four. Yeah, you were a four. Yes. Until you did like seventeen shots of tequila, and then I'm a ten. Yeah. Well, you're an eight. <laughs> You're an eight when I'm drunk. <laughs> You're an eight? You're an eight. All right. All over the place. All over the place. All right. So enough of that rambling. Uh, the, this show's going to come out on, uh, what are we looking at? 11 19 2018. Yeah. So Almost we, ready for Turkey Day. Yep. Like, uh, all the movies that we're going to mention come out on, like, Wednesday instead of Friday. Because of yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah. So it'll be an interesting box office thing. Yeah. Um, I wonder if the the fantasy movie probably doesn't start on Wednesday. It probably starts on Friday. No, it starts on Thursday sometimes. Does it? Yeah, yeah. It depends on the release schedule. Like it'll it'll take things that are on like midnight releases, which happen you know at like ten o'clock on a Thursday, and include those within box office numbers. Okay. So it's, it's just. I think it depends. Like, if there's a movie that's going to list, like, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, if it's got a midnight release, it will include the box office before Friday. What? Into yeah. the Friday? They, they aggregate all their information after the fact. It's, it's like, they get their Friday information on Saturday, they get their Saturday information on Sunday, and they get Sunday information on Monday. Right. It's, it's, no, it's not, like, real time or anything. So, technically, if you had a movie that was released on a Wednesday... And they broke it up into Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday would all be included within the Friday block. Okay. Because they just calculate the box office up to that point. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So you could definitely game the system if there was a uh, so if midnight there's, release on if a they, Wednesday. If they break up like Wreck-It Ralph into like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, which maybe they should. Yeah, yeah they very well Friday. Might. Friday would be the best investment because it'll include all the box office before uh, midnight Friday. Like twelve oh one Saturday is when they yeah. conclude that number. Okay, and I know what I'm taking. Yeah, seriously. All right, so uh, should we look at this week's uh, fantasy movie league? Yeah, it's 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 interesting. I'm in fifth place. But the margin between fifth place and second place is like a half a million. Yeah. We all took pretty much the same thing. And then like the thing that's winning is something completely different. Like the Yes. But we all took uh, um, Fantastic Beasts. And then some I've... combination of something else. Yeah, like I, I I do believe that Fantastic Beasts was was priced too cheap. I think it was, but also I think it also underperformed too. So it kind of I guess works itself out a little. Yeah, I guess. I don't I know. I was really expecting it to hit like eighty million. Me too. That's what I put for my uh, my tiebreaker. Yeah, I thought that it was going to outdo like Venom and all that kinds of stuff. 
Where were all those Potter people, huh? Right? I mean, I went and saw it yesterday, but there were I mean, I guess there were maybe I like a dozen people in the theater at 11 a.m. when I saw it. I mean, I guess droves could be going today, you know, after they get out of church. Right. Like you do. Unless you're one of those church people that are all like, I don't do magic. Yeah, yeah, they do. So, yeah. Um, we'll we'll see if that changes tomorrow. I, I think it could. Yeah, but I think that, like, in general, our margins are all very, very close. I yep. think no matter what. Like, uh, it doesn't really expect... It, it, it didn't change my overall bracket. I'm still overall second place. Right. So I've got next week, hopefully, to... To make up the ground and get back into my throne. Is next week the final week? I think it is, yeah. I think it concludes next week. Let me see here. Um, 13 weeks. There are two more weeks. Two more, okay. So I've got two more weeks to, to, to make up the difference and go from first to fifth to first again. And like this coming week is going to be good. I I think the following week is going to be junk, so we'll see. Yeah, it'll be a lot of carryover, I think, from from this next week. I think it kind of depends. I think Wreck-It Ralph is going to make a lot of money because this is a holiday weekend or a holiday week. A lot of kids are going to be out of school, right? Uh, the Grinch will also be a pretty good bet too, probably. Um, but yeah, it's just it's it's kind of tricky. At this point, I don't know if I need to discuss my strategy anymore. Right? All right, let's dive into the news. All right, all right. Um, first thing on the docket that I've got is I Feel Bad was listed. At, uh, the, the network said that it is going to be concluded in December. Um, but they later recanted and said that it will be considered for renewal later. So it, it, it kind of set what it meant to say is what they're saying is that the season is going to be concluded in December. Okay. But the way they said it, it seemed like the series going it was going to be concluded in December. I see. Yeah. Um, but they they later said uh, it is up for renewal at a later time. So huh. I think they're going to calculate and see exactly how much hey, the money's it's worth. You had posted that, and I um I was looking through like their numbers and like uh, their ratings haven't been real good the last few episodes. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm sure. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't do. I like it. I've liked the few episodes I've seen. Yeah. Um, Have you seen any more than the be... first two or whatever that you watched, like, at the beginning? I've seen, like, up to when she's house-sitting for the neighbors, so I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's like episode, episode two. two. Okay, yeah, that's as far <laughs> as I've seen. Yeah, I've been watching it pretty consistently. And I mean, like, I watch it like the night it airs. So... So you're contributing to numbers. Yep. I guess. Except I'm not like a, a Nielsen family or whatever, so. Yeah, I guess that's true. Which is all kind of, You figure nowadays with, you know, the technology, they can totally just get like a live feed of how many yeah. people are going in, especially through like websites. Yeah, definitely websites do that. Um, but anyway, also in can't possible cancellation news, Good Cop has been canceled. You can watch the entire series on Netflix. So wait, Good Cop is the, the is one Josh with Groban, Josh Groban, Tony, Tony Danza, Tony Danza. They have decided not to renew it for another season. Okay, already, already. 
And there's other things that they announced they weren't renewing, like Netflix wasn't renewing, uh, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, a few other things. Right. And we talked about that last time. But yeah, like they just have officially announced that those shows are canceled. Okay. I just, yeah. You think they'd give it some, some time before they announce that it's canceled? Well, yeah, I didn't see any of Good Cop. I saw like, a trailer or something, but it didn't seem like a bad show. I don't know. Like, I guess if I were actor in that, then I'd like to know that it was canceled like soon after it's done so I can move on to something else. I'm, but what are the other actors doing? Josh Groban, you know, this is kind of his first big acting thing. Right. And Tony Danza, what has he done in the past decade? I don't know, but uh, I bet I bet there's a Who's the Boss remake out there somewhere, uh, a reboot. I guess. I guess there could be, actually. Uh, how, how much money does Alyssa Milano actually need right now? Right. I think that's the defining factor right there. All right. Uh, um, and in other news, uh, YouTube uh, has announced they're doing ad-funded movies. They're currently they quietly released a few of them already this last week. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, so you can currently go onto YouTube and you can watch the entire movie of Terminator, Rocky, and there was like I think like Agent Cody Banks and yeah. like something else. Like like there's just a few others, but you'll have to watch ads. There'll be like little commercial breaks. Throughout the thing. I wonder if uh, my ad block, which blocks YouTube ads, will block those ads. Well, I think also if you have YouTube Red, what what would that do? Right. You know, would you be able to watch those movies without ads? I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of questions there. Uh, but apparently this is YouTube kind of quietly stepping into the streaming movie thing. Like they're trying to compete with Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and all those other things. Yeah. Um, what if like, what if like they, they had a window like, like, um, like the, the Netflix window and the HBO window where like they got movies like that and were able to put them like ad supported, um, or behind the paywall of YouTube Red. Uh, like, so, like, the way it works is it's like, you've got, um, uh, the movie's in theaters for, like, three months, and then, and then, like, it comes out on video for, like, three months, and then after three months, then it's up for streaming somewhere. So what if, what if they were able to get, like, movies at that point instead of, you know, old movies like Terminator and Rocky? I think a lot of people would check it out. Yeah, like I, I think that'd be like game changing. I think they're they're I think I wouldn't be surprised if they're doing the whole Crunchyroll thing where they've got ads and if you get their subscription, they'll remove those ads from those movies and everything. I mean Google is huge. It's got a lot of weight it can push around. Right. Um so it could actually, you know, genuinely compete. And so, I don't know. I mean, it's it's definitely got options here. Yeah, so uh, any other news or anything in the... I haven't seen anything that's really piqued my interest. Um, but, uh, but no, no other news as far as I'm aware. We can go ahead and get into some new releases. Okay. Um, let's see here. Uh, Netflix has a couple things. Uh, there's a lot of, like... 
And I don't normally mention like the the foreign shows and foreign movies. Um, some of them are popular, and they're like dubbed, I guess. But um, but normally, if it says foreign on them, and I don't I don't list them in this list. Um, so there's not a whole lot of things that aren't foreign this next couple weeks. Uh, there's a show called The Final Table, which is a cooking competition show. Um, like they all are. And it's, it is, like, well-known chefs, not, like, not, like, individuals, you know, like, um, so it, it's, it's, like, Iron Chef instead of, like, Chopped. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, but they weren't, they weren't names that I knew, so, I don't know, they're, like, B-list chefs, I guess. Well, chefs obviously can't get their own show. Right. And maybe they will after this on Netflix. Yeah, that's always possible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They'll have their own Netflix series. Uh, let's see here. Trevor Noah has a comedy special. Yeah. Um, which I've never seen any of his like stand-up. My wife absolutely loves his stand-up. Um, I've seen like I think one of them, and it was it was good. It was good. I don't really like the Daily Show or watch the Daily Show much, um, but my wife she read his book. He, she's seen like all of his stand up. She really likes all of his stuff. Then she will probably be watching this. Yeah, we'll probably check it out at some point. Um, let's see here. What else? There's a show called Sick Note. Which is a which is a, a prequel to Death Note. Ha. Yes. And and, uh, and it's, it's it's like Death Note, to, but you you make people sick by writing in the. Yeah, but it's it's also a sequel to I'm fine. Note. I'm fine. Note. <laughs> yes. Or it's like I'm getting the sniffles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, I've got some drainage. Note. <laughs> but uh, sick note is um. It's a British show. Like, I've actually... Um, I don't know if I've watched some of it or I, I just uh, acquired some of it and intended to watch it. Um, but uh, it has uh, Rupert Grint. Okay, good for him. And um, like he he finds out... He gets told that he has terminal cancer and um, tells like his friends and families and things and they all feel sad for him. And then it finds out he's misdiagnosed and he doesn't have terminal cancer <laughs> yeah so instead of like telling everybody that he's fine he just lets them keep treating him nice yeah he, he enjoys the attention and all that yep That's um good for him. yeah so that 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 british show is being brought by netflix to the states and uh there's a docu-series called death by magic um I can't remember who it is, but they're they're studying uh, magicians that died while doing dangerous tricks. Oh yeah, there used to be an entire like video series of stuff like that. Okay, it was like it was like close calls or something. It's basically just snuff films. It used to be on like VHS. Okay. And yeah, and so it would uh, it would have things like magicians with accidents that would. Go wrong, or like tricks that would go wrong, or they'd have mechanical failures and all that kind of stuff. I, I remember like one of my friends, his dad was really into those things, 
And, you know, that might explain some nightmares that I had shortly thereafter. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that's coming. Um, and that's that's pretty much it for Netflix over the next couple weeks, other than a couple movies. Uh, yeah. Let's go ahead and mention those movies. They're, they're Christmas movies. One airs on Thanksgiving, another one airs the Friday of the following week. Uh, there's the Christmas Chronicles and a Christmas Prince, the Royal Wedding. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so they're all Christmas movies coming out for Christmas time. I'm sure the reason why they're not releasing new stuff is because they know people want to watch the classic stuff, like the cra- classic Christmas movies mm-hmm. around this time of year. So I wouldn't be surprised if they slack off for the next month when it comes to new releases. Like I was I was looking in like uh, on a Saturday the what is that the 24th um like it had listed like like five or six new movies listed that were all on Hallmark and Lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so um Christmas is the the theme it's the re- the reason for the season. It is the reason for the season. It is the season. Yep. All right, so uh, let's go back to TV here. Uh, you, you should be excited for this. There's speaking of Christmas. There's Pete the Cat, a very groovy Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Violet will really be interested in that. And um, yeah, I'm sure it'll stand up to the same standards as the rest of the Pete the Cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pete the Cat is good. It's it's it's. Like if you've got kids, uh, it's it's genuinely a good thing. And if you got Amazon Prime, it's definitely worth the payment. Um, let's see here. So that's Amazon's offerings. Uh, some traditional TV stuff. Uh, there is um, the Little Drummer Girl is a another British TV show that is being brought to the states this time on AMC. Or at least I think it is. I know there's a British series called The Little Drummer Girl that is currently... And I think I think it said following up of... Uh, oh, where'd it go now? I had it here. That's not the one I want. Anyway, uh, I'm pretty sure that it's the British series. And it's it's supposed to be really good. I've not heard of it at all. Um, let's see here after the night manager scored impressive reviews and received a dozen Emmy nominations for AMC in 2016 it became inevitable more that uh, John Le Carre adaptations would follow uh, next up is the little drummer girl a novel about an Israeli spy who enlists, in the actri- enlists an actress to help him track down a Palestinian terrorist through the... Yep, this is the... I've seen the trailer for this now that I think about it. So, like, they, they get an actress and, and, um, and tell her that she's doing an important role. And, um, and then, they, like, they, they use her to... To be a spy? To be a spy. And uh, it it looks pretty good. Uh, uh, it's a little more serious than the mood I've been in recently. So like, yeah, like I saw it the other day when I was I, like. I was looking for new TV shows to watch, and um, 
and I settled on watching an episode of Fresh Off the Boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but we'll get to that later. Uh, but, um, uh, yeah, I saw The Little Drummer Girl and, and was all like, this looks good, but it's not something I want to watch right now. Yeah. Uh, That's fair. Let's see here. More traditional TV things. On Fox, we've got MasterChef Junior Celebrity Showdown. And it makes you think there's celebrity junior chefs. And yeah, like, uh, like is Willow Smith going to be on there and Johnny Depp's kid and all that? <laughs> so it's um, it's celebrities and their kids. So it has like Allison Hannigan and her daughter. Um, it has. I'm trying to remember who else was in it. Uh, there are some. There they just have celebrities with uh, returning kids from the show. Like, oh, like, like teaming up like celebrities with like yeah some of that been on before okay uh, but they do have like celebrities with their own kids um as well so well that's cool uh let's see here there's a true crime series coming to Bravo um and I put this in here because you're John and it's called Dirty John yeah uh but it's based, it's based on, on a me. Yes, true crime with John. True, true crime, crime with, with me. me. I'm, I'm hosting the show. It's, it's about me, me, and I'm hosting it, and they're searching for me. It's really <laughs> weird. I've got to, I've got to film it very like you know in remote locations, and I've got to pixelate my face and my voice and everything. It's 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 awkward, but you know what? It's it's the price of fame. I'd pirate that show. Yeah, you would. <laughs> uh, but it's. Um, it's an anthology series, so they're doing like a, a true crime, um, and I'm trying to remember, uh, who the first season is about, um, but it's, uh, they'll follow a new true crime story, uh, the following season. So, let's see here, this is, is it, about... Is it all people named John? Maybe. That would make sense if it was... <laughs> Like John Wayne Gacy, John Wilkes Booth. I mean, there's been a lot of us throughout history. Right. Um, but the uh, the first season is about uh, divorce doctor John Meehan and his business and businesswoman Deborah Newell. Uh, like they had a relationship that ended poorly for all involved, is what it says. Yeah, they usually do. Um, but it stars Connie Britton and Eric Bana. Oh, really? So, uh, bigger names. That's yeah, interesting. For, on Bravo. Yeah. I wonder if Eric Bana will play all of the Johns. Maybe. Like, you know, like American Horror Story style? Uh, probably not. <laughs> probably not, no. That'd be awesome. Like, yeah, my name is I, John now. My name is John. John Banner. John Banner. All right. Uh, another thing I thought I'd throw in here is there's the wonderful world of Disney magical holiday celebration on ABC. There's not a whole lot of TV during the holiday yeah. season. Yeah. And a lot of it is like specials, like Christmas specials. And there's always like the Charlie Brown Christmas and Charlie Brown Thanksgiving and... Is there a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving? I there's the Great Pumpkin, right? I don't know if there's a Thanksgiving I, one. I, I guess not. 
There's not a whole I'm lot sure of Thanksgiving stuff. Like Thanksgiving I, sure is, is you eat a meal and then you you prepare for Christmas. That's right. You go out shopping. Uh, let's see here. So that's that's pretty much it as far as like TV goes. Um, yeah. So there's not a lot. Um, let's move on to movies. Uh, we talked sure. about the streaming Christmas movies on Netflix. Let's talk about actual movies. On Wednesday, uh, we've got Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yeah, which I, my kids keep asking me if it's out yet. Do they? So I, I think that the bunch of us will probably find some time eventually to go see that. Nice. And um, Creed 2 comes out. Um, I heard the first one was good. I haven't seen it. I mean, Michael B. Jordan is good. I've not seen Creed 1, but uh, but I don't know. I, I tend to actually like boxing movies. I'm not a big fan of boxing, but the boxing movies, I tend to enjoy. Right? Um, I, They give you story instead of just two men beating each other in the face. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, a lot of story there. Let's see here. Robin Hood's coming out. Yeah, this I, I kind of thought it already came out the way they advertised the crap out of it like a year ago, it seems. Yeah, like a long time ago on like on like uh, Jimmy Fallon, they had um, uh, Jamie Foxx and what's his face? Oh, what's the name of the 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 British guy? I don't know. Is it Eggsy? Egerton is his last name. Is that it? I think so. But yeah, I, I really thought this movie came out a long time ago. And I'm kind of surprised that it did not. Yeah. Have you seen the trailers for it, though? You you interested in it? I think I think this is the one movie I'm going to see over these two weeks. I mean, it's uh, I've seen the trailers and everything. It looks it looks fine. It looks like a Robin Hood movie, to tell you the truth. Like uh, Like a more fantastical Robin Hood, as opposed to... Oh, we're going to try and do the real story of Robin Hood. Right. It looks pretty good. Which, the last few. Yeah, it looks it looks like a good action movie. Um, and then Green Book is obviously going for an Oscar. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's uh, got um, Oscar-winning actor... What, what is his name? His last name's Ali or whatever. Marshall. Yeah. Yeah, um, he got the Oscar from um, Moonlight, right? Uh, or was it Midnight? I, I always mix up the name. Maybe. I think it's Moonlight. But that was the one where they accidentally said that it was La La Land that won. Okay. But it was actually Moonlight that won. Yes, Moonlight. Um, and so yeah, it's got him and Viggo Mortensen, which I think he's been Oscar nominated before. Yeah. So I think they're both going for, you know, best supporting and best actor and best movie. And, and it's got uh, Linda, Linda Naylor Cardellini. I don't know who that is. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, got it. It's got Velma. Yes. Yeah, I'd nail her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I put in nail her in the... Okay, oh, we probably I should. After, I heard it after I said that. Like after I said, who? I have no idea. It was like, oh wait, he said nail her. So okay. <laughs> I, 
Ah, uh, yes. I, I suppose uh, we, we could explain that for everyone who's listening, but no, nah, we'll just no, leave it. No, we'll just leave it. Nailer. Nailer. But yeah, um, it's, um, it's definitely going for the Oscar and everything. It looks like a good movie. It just it strikes me more like a, um, like a TV movie, maybe. Really? And it's not like a bad thing. It just doesn't strike me as like a big, as big of a production as what they're they're giving it. Right. But uh, it looks good. I'll probably see it probably when it comes out on video. Yeah. I don't think I'll go see the th- see it in the theaters. Or, yeah, I'll get my hands on some Oscar screeners. Which, yeah. Yes, we need to get big enough that we get Oscar screeners. That's exactly right. Our movie pass deal has already fallen through. <laughs> um, so that's, that's what we've got to move on to, screening material. Let's see here. Uh, that's that's the this coming week. Uh, the following week, we've got Anna and the Apocalypse, which I watched the trailer for this earlier, and uh, it looks it looks all right. Um, like the trailer literally says, Shaun of the Dead meets La La Land. Yeah. And I, I was telling you this before we started recording and everything. The, the thing is, if they're going to try and do a musical, it's fine to do a horror musical. It's fine to do, you know, all that. But the music actually has to be the most important thing. It could, it could be a bad horror movie. It can be a bad comedy movie. It can be a bad action movie. But it can't be a bad musical. Because if it's got bad music in it, then people will just, even if it's the best horror movie ever, the music will take you out of the, the moment of the horror movie. It'll take you out of the comedy. It'll take you out of all of that. It's got to have good music. It's got to have, you know, catchy tunes. It's got to be like a Disney movie that also has, you know, dismemberment. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see here. There's uh, The Possession of Hannah Grace. Which, yeah, which has to be awful. Right? I mean, they're coming out with a horror movie into the Christmas season. I yeah. mean, it's just, it's just got to be very poor. I don't know if it's part of... Let's see here. I mean, there's a possession of things that have been going on. I don't know if it's related to that. Like the, right, the, that's what I was looking like to see. Emma, if it's, it was like Emily something or... Right, something like I, that, I right? don't think it is. No, this is... I've seen the trailer of this, I think. Isn't it the one... Like, she's in a morgue or something? Uh, looks that way. Yeah, I've seen the trailer. It seems creepy, but it's gotta be bad because otherwise they would have released it a month ago. Right. Or even two months ago. So, it just strikes me as, like, this is just their attempt of getting, like, like people who don't want to go see, like, Christmas movies or family movies... Yeah, like those those diehard people. It's like I don't care that it's past Thanksgiving. I don't care that it's almost Christmas. I'm still I'm still celebrating Halloween. It's always Halloween. I'm counting out 365 days to Halloween. You know those assholes. Which uh, yeah, and uh, rounding out the week, um, there's kids movie Elliot the Littlest Reindeer. <laughs> I've not heard of this so. Uh, apparently, Blitzen announces his retirement on December 21st, and a miniature horse has three days to fulfill his lifelong dream of earning a spot on Santa's team. Yeah. I don't think this is going to be good at all. 
Yeah. No. It has a... Uh, let's see here. I, I don't know who these top people are. Oh. Um, uh, I know her face, but I can't think of what she's in. Uh, let's see here. It's got John Cleese. Yeah. Well, he needs money. And uh, Martin Short. Really? And... Um, it's got the guy from, um, wait, uh, from Hunger Games, uh, Josh Hutcherson. Okay. Um, so those are the big names? And it also has uh, uh, Morena Baccarin. Is that how you... Uh, from Deadpool. That's who she is, the, the wife in Deadpool. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Anara from Firefly and all that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like she and Josh Hutcherson are the, the main two. Is it live action or is it animated? It's animated. Okay, I assumed it was animated. Yeah. I think this is the movie that, like, Grandma is in town for the holidays and she wants to take the kids to a movie. Yeah, I don't know. She'll see Ralph Breaks the Internet or... No, 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 because she's Christian. Okay. And she doesn't want to see, you know, pagan shit like that. Okay. She's going to take him to see a Christmas movie. Fair enough. And they've already seen The Grinch, so she can't take him to see that. So she's going to take him to see Elliot, The Littlest Reindeer. Maybe. Because it also sounds sweet. It sounds like a book she would have bought them. Yeah, it does. I mean, this movie will obviously be released on video in one year's time, even though it'll be ready for it in the summer. Yep. You know, it's 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 definitely like a, a Christmas cash grab. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's the end of all of the what's coming to theaters. Yep. Uh, let's go ahead and get into what we've been watching, which uh, let's go ahead and stop this podcast and we'll start a new one that will <laughs> run for a tight 90 of just Gino talking about the television shows that he's been watching. Yeah. Uh, you want to start with movies then? Sure, yeah, let's go ahead and get into the movies. We've both watched just a couple movies. Yeah. Um, let's see here. I went and saw Fantastic Beasts 2 yesterday at 11 and, in the morning. And was it good? Uh, I've, heard, like, I've heard that it's not good. So, I was up till 3 in the morning watching uh, The Kaminsky Method. So you fell asleep. I did. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, so, so, so anything you say about the movie is completely moot. I saw I saw the last half, and the last half of so, it was kind of interesting. Okay. Um, See, I didn't really like Fantastic Beasts 1. No? I, I thought it was really I, good. I liked the first one a lot. I really can't stand Eddie Redmayne. And, I mean, I really liked uh, the other character, the... I don't know. They don't use... They, oh, non-match, because they can't use the term muggle. Right. So this, they they end up in Paris, and they mention uh-huh. like, um, they're like Paris, like French have their own, like, no yeah, spell sort of. School. I can't remember what it was, but it was a different word. Uh, uh, but they also have their own school. Like they don't go to Hogwarts. They go right. to it's like La Bapon or something like that. It's like a bunch of those French girls. They're in goblets of fire. Um. Let's but, see here, so, but this yeah, is... I mean, Fantastic Beasts, I thought it was just overplayed. I thought that it was just okay. 
I really didn't care. Um, I, I lost my attention like a couple of times watching the movie. So this one is, um, I mean, apparently they're planning to make five of them. Yeah, it's going to be its entire own series. Yeah, and um, uh, this was and I, this was Fantastic Beast Strike Back. So yeah, um, I don't know. It was not as light as the the first one. I just think that eventually it's going to lead up to the reboot of the Harry Potter series. Like, I, I think that they're going to get these five knocked out of the way, so three more, and then they're going to do Harry Potter, the Sorcerer's Stone, again. Maybe. But, uh, it might be, like, the animated version of it, the television series version of it, the, I don't know, uh, the, the updated version with, you know, an American cast... I, I don't know. They'll find a they'll find a hook, but I, I really believe like the entire series will be rebooted. So after that, there are there were a few things that, that Becca was like. I don't see how this meshes with what we know about Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe they're doing something. Yeah, I, I well also the whole thing like with Dumbledore. Like, just the way that he keeps secrets constantly and a lack of communication. Um, it's just it's just an ongoing trope of, you know, it's like, oh, if we just would have told people about this, we could have had help. It just, I, I don't know. I just, Fantastic Beasts aren't for me. I haven't seen the second one yet, but, you know, I might change my tune after I see it. But with the first one, it was the first time I saw it and I kept playing with my phone. Okay. And that's usually, like, the thing that is an indicator that I don't like the movie. Okay. Um. Let's see here. You want to take one? Um, sure, sure. Uh, I watched I, Tanya. Okay. Which is the Tanya Harding story. I've seen that one a while ago. Yeah, you probably saw it when it first came out. Um. But, uh, but it was good. It was genuinely good. I really, uh, like, as I was watching it, I realized it's a kind of a biased story. Like, all of the parties involved will say that it's fake. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, that as I was watching it, it's like, wow, if Tanya Harding existed, like, today as a competitive skater, she'd be, like, a rags-to-riches story. You know? Yeah. Like, they'd be like, oh, she came from, you know, nothing. Her father made her a rabbit skin coat so that she can have a fur coat. You know, just all this kinds of stuff. Like, it would just come out and be, like, so endearing. Like, she came from nothing. I guess that's and true. And she became an Olympic competitor. I think that's how far the game has changed, you know? Hmm. And now with the scoring systems, especially at the Olympics, being less opinion-based yeah, and more technically based, I, I really think that, like, she very much easily, like, her entire life would be different. True. Um, but it was a good story. It was uh, really well done. I think it was Sebastian Stans uh, cementing himself as, like, I'm not just an action hero. I can play, like, a serious role. Because, um, like, the husband, he's uh, the Winter Soldier. Okay. And so I think that was his way of being all like, you know, I can do I can do a real movie. I don't have to just do action comic uh, comic book movies. You know, right. he's just 
Because the actor, Sebastian Stan, has announced that he doesn't think that the Winter Soldier is coming back. He thinks that he is permanently dead. Uh, he he has not received any scripts for any of the movies. He's As far as he knows, the Winter Soldier is completely gone. Interesting. So Bucky Barnes is dead, dead, dead. Hmm. But is it... Never mind. I was going to say... Doesn't like the. What if he's what if he's now Captain America, instead of the Winter Soldier? I mean, no, that's possible because in the comic books, after Steve Rogers died, uh, Bucky took over as the new Captain America, and then after that, the Falcon took over as Captain America. So there are, there are options. There are options. There are ways that you can twist that and be all like, you know, I will never be the Winter Soldier again. But I don't know. I mean, he was contracted for more movies than um, Chris Evans was. But at this point, with his little cameos in a couple other movies, I think he's I think he's fulfilled his contract. Hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. All right. Um, but yeah, so I watched I, Tanya and it was good. Uh, I rewatched uh, The Greatest Showman, and I liked it a lot less the second time. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's just I, I kept seeing more plot holes and more inconsistencies and more, um, I don't know, them just trying to hurry the story along. Um, and also, something that, because I watched this with Sarah, something she points out, it takes place over a span of 25 years, but the kids do not age at all. <laughs> like, they, they literally say, it's been 25 years. I've, put a, I've been beside you for 25 years. It's something like his wife says. Okay. And the kids are like maybe a year older by the end of the movie. Interesting. So it's, it's, very, it's a very floating timeline kind of a thing happening. And so, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's two, like, the big ones that I've seen. We'll, let's go ahead and talk about another one of yours. Okay. Uh, I watched The Star is Born. Was it good? Um, it's okay. Really? Um, I was expecting it to be, like, fantastic, but a lot of people talking. Like, I mean, it's not a bad movie. It's just, uh, it's kind of slow... Uh, it, it's like two hours and 15 minutes long, and I feel like it could have been like an hour 45 and been okay. Uh, yeah, I get you there. Um, I don't know. Like, uh... Was Lady Gaga pretty good in it? Yeah, she was, she was pretty good. Yeah, because that's, that's always the thing. Like, Madonna always tried to get into movies, but she's just genuinely not a good actor. Yeah, like, I bought it. Okay, like you, you think that like they couldn't have just cast somebody else and like dubbed them? Um, no, she did good. Okay, good, good. And Bradley Cooper was pretty good. Yeah, he was also yeah. His directorial debut too. Um, yeah, he was pretty good. Like, okay, I don't know. Like the, the movie was pretty good. It was just it was kind of slow. So if the director's cut comes out at three hours, you're not going to watch it? No. (laughs) Okay, good to know. 
Um, uh, have, you, have you watched any Netflix movies lately? Uh, I started watching uh, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Okay, which is the Coen Brothers Western movie, right? Yeah. And it appears that it is broken up into different stories, which made it really easy to stop. <laughs> okay, good to know. I really intended to sit down and watch it, and I realized, uh, like, just before I was going to plan on coming down to record this, that it's like, oh, I could have watched that Western thing. I didn't realize it was out yet. Yeah, came out Friday. So you haven't so, had a whole yeah. lot of time to watch it, but you could have. I haven't, I haven't, but I definitely could have. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's definitely up my alley. I like I like Westerns, and I like comedies, and I like Coen Brothers, so... Um, I watched uh, John Leguizamo's uh, Latin History for Morons. Uh-huh. How was that? It's good. It's, uh, it reminded me a whole lot of Freak. It's just him up on a stage doing a one-man performance. Um, I, I think that his ability to write a one-man show has improved over years. Okay. Uh, he's got a lot more like visual gags. You can see him. Like, I watched it twice. I watched it once by myself, and then I rewatched it with Sarah. And the second time, I was able to watch him set up the joke that was about to come up. Like, I, I'd see him, you know, walk over to a specific place or get, like, a prop or something. And you don't notice it the first time you're watching it, but the second time, you just see it happening. And he plays it off because you you just think that it's just, like, him just getting up there for the first time and he's just talking. And okay. And it's good. It's genuinely funny. Um, it's got some uh, information. It cited its sources, which Sarah loved. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's good. It reminded me a whole lot of Freak. Like I think you can watch those two back to back and be like, okay, that's that's really good. I'm glad to see where that went. So if you like John Leguizamo and you like one man shows or stand up, because it's not really stand up comedy. It's not like uh, yeah, that, I was going to ask that if it was more of it's, a it, it's a performance. It's not stand up comedy. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's good. It's it's got you know dramatic moments throughout. Um, it's it's a show. It's not stand up comedy. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it's it's definitely worth checking out. Um, uh, have you seen any other movies? I got a chance to watch The Hate You Give. Okay, was that any good? It's it's really good. Like. I don't know. It's it seems pretty uh, on the head, and yeah, like it's on point. It's it's pretty good. Like it, it's about racial inequality, right? Uh, yeah. Like it's like a kid gets shot by a cop, and and it's about like the 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 blowback by all of, of all of that. Okay. And, um, from the, 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 um, you know, the neighborhood side. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like it's, it's pretty emotional as well. Um, okay. Like that genre is just not really like up my alley, but Sarah really loves that kinds of stuff. Right. Um, and a lot of times she'll decide to sit down and watch something and I'll, I'll sit and watch it with her. Um, so I see that being the case of like me finally watching that. Yep. Like Sarah um, want to see it. Yeah. Um, 
but in general, I heard I heard a lot of good stuff about it. It's just it's just one of those things that I don't think I'd ever intentionally sit down and watch. It's a little too heavy for me. Yeah. Um, that is far as movies go. We're moving on to TV. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this was Media Monday show. You can find us at mediamondayshow.com. <laughs> um, find us on Facebook. Like us. Share us. Um, and yeah, so we're going to come back with another 90 minute show, um, back to back of media TV show of just Gino talking about television shows that he's been watching. Yeah. So like, I don't know, like I, I go on these kicks where I'm like, I I need something new and I'll try something new and then go, no, that's not it. And I'll, (laughs) I'll watch something else new. Yeah. And I did that the last couple weeks. Um, let's see here. I don't want to do this. Do we want me to just mention things that I, I watch that were just, that I always watch? We'll do that. So sure, sure. Um, Let's go and run through the things you've just been normally watching. Yeah. So I watched uh, the Good Doctor, which is still good. Um, and uh, Big Bang Theory, which is still Big Bang Theory. Uh, I watched I Feel Bad, which I'm still loving. Uh, Single Parents, which I'm still loving. Uh, Speechless is Still pretty good. Um, and uh, let's see here. What else? Uh, I'm still catching up on Doctor Who. And uh, let's see here. Those those are the things. Oh, and Bob's Burgers. Love Bob's Burgers always. Okay. Uh, those so, are the I'm, things I'm that I've heard. It's a good show, but nobody's been able to prove it to me. <laughs> Uh, you should just sit down and watch it all. Yeah, I don't have that kind of time or patience. Apparently. Yeah, you can watch like five seasons of uh, Steven Universe. Well, that's because that's a good show. <laughs> I I don't have that time or patience. All right. I don't know. You watched uh, Star vs. the Forces of Evil, which is, to me, just a teenage angsty, it is. not good version of uh, Steven Universe. So, Yeah. So we, shots fired, dude. Come on. Let's, All right. Let's <laughs> move it on before that's what this becomes. Okay. So let, let, let's talk about the things we've both watched. Uh, South Park. Yeah. I, uh, I like the serial saga. You're right. I thought, that was, I thought that was interesting. Are you current? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So... Uh, so I thought that was very interesting. I like the conclusion of that. I've, I've liked the season so far. I think it's kind of a return to what South Park used to be. Right. It's been pretty good. Um, I noticed at the end they were all like, uh, Man Bear Pig will return in three years. I think it was five years and the carnage will be 10,000 full and such and such and such. And they're like, okay, we're all cool with this. I, I I thought it was three years, and I was like, I, I think if it's still on the air, then they can totally bring that back. I, I'm sure they will be, and I'm sure they will. I don't know. Although, the kids don't grow up, so maybe it's not... No, time does pass. I mean, they went from the third grade to the fourth grade, and they keep okay. celebrating Christmases and Halloweens and stuff. Right. And they've experienced multiple elections. Huh. Yeah. So time is passing. They're just not aging. Okay. Like they're just constantly. It, it's. I mean, it's kind of like a floating timeline. They're just experiencing everything in the now. Right. Um, so they definitely can have time pass in the show. 
and just not cover that. Huh. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was all like, this is global warming. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know what? I never actually got the, the reference before that Man Bear Pig was global warming. Like in all of the other Al Gore episodes. Yeah. I never got that. They 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 did kind of beat it over the head this time. So I mean, yeah, they they really, really, really forced the the uh, the metaphor this time to make sure that we all fucking got it. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I never actually connected the two as being like, you know, something like, oh, everybody doesn't think it exists, but only Al Gore thinks it exists, and I, I just really thought that it was just uh, them calling Al Gore crazy. Yeah, just calling Al Gore just a, an asshole. <laughs> All right. But I think this is interesting because uh, on South Park, they hardly ever actually apologize for what they've done in the past. And in this one, they really hammered it home that they were apologizing to Al Gore. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's very interesting. Um, the only other thing that I've been watching that you've been watching has been The Good Place. Yeah, are you caught up on that or where are you at? I think that I'm caught up. They, they had the, the kind of the clip episode where Eleanor got some of her memories back. Uh, there's been one more episode since then. Okay, so I'm I'm one behind. Yeah, the the one where they they visit the guy who's the blueprint for getting points. Have you seen that one yet? No, I haven't. So that must be the next one. Yep. And Janet kicks ass. Nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, I liked I liked the last episode where Eleanor. Revisited a lot of her memories and stuff. Um, I thought that was an interesting way to, to do storytelling. I like I like the fact that they've created this you know super immersive VR thing. Yeah. As a way of having flashbacks. Yeah. So so I'm I'm cool with that. I've I've enjoyed the good place. I am I am constantly surprised that it is still staying good because. Quite frankly, I really thought they ran out. Like, the, the first season was perfect. It's like, why are they doing the second season? Just just leave it be. And then as I watched the second season, it's like, oh, this is pretty good, too. Oh, I mean, they can just conclude this. I don't know how they can keep, keep going. And sure enough, they're just going to keep going. So this last episode sends it in a totally different way at the end. Uh, I'm interested yeah. to see how they go from there. Uh, so you, you need to catch up. Okay, we'll probably watch it tonight or tomorrow. Um, Alright, so that's what... Let's see here, what else? I, I, okay, so I mentioned I watched the first episode of Fresh Off the Boat. Um, yes. There's like five seasons of it or something like that, so I was like, okay, this is a good good, good popular show that I can get behind, and the, the first episode is rough. Oh, really? Like, it's, it's very piloty. Oh, okay. Um... A lot of growing pains. Like, I kind of want to watch more just because there's more, but... Yeah, I've, I've, I've experienced that too, where it's like, oh, there's five seasons of this. I should definitely start watching this. And I'll get halfway through the first season. It's like, why is there five seasons of this? Yeah, and then you're all like, find me five episodes. Exactly. 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 I need, I need the moment. I need the moment where it's like, this is amazing. This is awesome. I need... I need the thing that shows, like, oh, that's where it's going to be going. It's going to grow and become something amazing. And Bob's Burgers did not do that for that for me. Uh, let's see here. Um, I'm 
Current on Superstore. Did I? I don't think I mentioned this earlier, but uh, I, I've been watching it, and um, and it's it's still pretty good. I'm still liking it. I watched. I think maybe the majority of the first season, or maybe the first season of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I stopped watching it not because I didn't like it or anything. Just I had other stuff to watch. And I've never come back to it, but it's it's a clever show. I think it's a clever show. It's interesting. I think it feels a like I would never say it's a great show, right? But uh, it's 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 got some genuine jokes. It's got some funny moments and right. nice setups. And uh, it it fills a hole that isn't really there. That does I mean that it that needs to be filled as far as like comedy goes at the moment? Because right now you've got like Big Bang Theory. And uh, that's been going on forever. Like, like you've got they they keep introducing new shows that don't do real well, and then you've got like the the old shows that are getting to a point where they're going to stop. So you yeah. need something that's kind of in the middle there. And Superstore's that. I feel Superstore exists in like the same universe that like Parks and Rec, The Office, like places where it's supposed to take place in the real world, but. But not exactly held to real world world standards. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. They they're in St. Louis, and having lived in St. Louis, they mentioned things like like Emo's Pizza and like yeah, and like I, I know. certain just, roads saying, and like they're just things. It's like yeah, this stuff does happen at workplaces. But the thing is, is like if this crew was actually working at like a Walmart or something, they all would have been fired and replaced a long yes, time ago. Yes, true. And the only reason they haven't all been fired or replaced or a entire slew of new people have come in is because it's a comedy show. Right. You know, same thing with Parks and Rec, The Office. You right. Know, just all those absurd live television shows. Uh, they just I think they all just exist in the same universe. Okay. Where people don't actually get fired. All right. And where no, where no actual harm can ever actually happen to any people. Speaking of Parks and Rec, I finished watching Making It. Okay, I watched the first episode of it. It's 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 pretty good. Yeah, uh, there's some really like pretty stuff episode. that's made. It's it really just reminds it's the crafting version of the Great British Break yep. Baking Show. Yeah, like it's exactly that. Um, I it's a little too Etsy driven. Like it's definitely something that was like Etsy is like a funding partner of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I I don't know. I mean, it seemed good. I like I like crafting shows, and so I'm cool with that. And I like uh, Nick Offerman, and I like Amy Poehler, so I'm happy for them. I hope it keeps going. Yep, uh, six seasons in a movie. In a movie, <laughs> yes, making it the movie. That sounds like porn. Yeah, or it's a documentary about them making the show. Yes, that too. It'd be like making it, making it. <laughs> Alright, um, let's see here. I have watched five out of the eight episodes in the last, like, 24 hours of The Kaminsky Method. Okay, I have no idea what that is. Uh, that's the show I was mentioning that has, um, what's his name? I'm really bad with names today. Uh, Michael Douglas. Okay. Uh, Netflix show from the creators of uh, Big Bang Theory, uh, Chuck Lore. 
Okay. Um, and uh, it's like he's a acting coach, and and he's he's old and late in his career, and um, like his best friend is his agent, and uh, the agent's wife has cancer, and asks him to uh, take care of the the agent guy after she dies and so okay like she dies in the first episode and uh from there it's it's them dealing with all that and um is it kind of like a odd couple kind of a feel to it uh i haven't seen the odd couple but yes okay like yeah uh i mean it's it's not as funny as like the Big Bang Theory. It doesn't have like a laugh track. It doesn't have. It's yeah. It's not. It's not like laughs per minute. It's. Okay. But it's still like the big. The Big Bang Theory is like the Odd Couple updated. I would say. Okay. Actually, it's it's not quite that. It's it's like lesser degrees. Like it'd be like uh, it'd be the Odd Couple if there was Sheldon and instead of Leonard it was a jock. Okay. Then, like it's just it's just it's just conflicting people living under the same like in an apartment or then, something. No, they're not they're not conflicting. They're okay. they're just two old men trying to get through. Uh like one of the big themes is like uh he's having prostate issues. And okay. I don't know, it's things like that. Uh there's a uh like the the agent's daughter has a drug problem. And it's kind of crazy. I don't know. Like things like that. Okay. Um, but it's it's pretty good. Uh, and I've got like three episodes left to watch. So, it's a it's a thirty minute show. I don't know how up your alley it is, but I like it. What what, what network is it on? Is it on CBS or NBC? Oh, it's Netflix. Oh, is it Netflix? Yeah. Okay. Just came out on Friday. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's. I mean, I like Michael Douglas a lot, but I don't know. Um, anyway. let's see here. I've been watching. Uh, where do I want to go here? What's left? Um, I think. Uh, oh, I watched the first episode of Kidding. Okay, was that any good? Um, I I think I want to watch more. It's a little weird. Yeah, I've heard that it's weird, but there've there've been things that keep coming through. Like there's uh, there's like a scene that happens at some point that's like a one continuous shot of like an apartment changing. Okay, and it's one of those things that it's just amazing because it's it's literally like the camera moving and like they did like a uh, a making of where they have like another camera doing like a bird's eye view and you see the actor moving around. And they're just changing it in real time. It's one continuous shot, and they have like a crew come in and pull out like furniture and put in new furniture and do all kinds of things, change the decorations. Okay. And it just things like that. And I've, I've, I mean, it's got Jim Carrey. Yeah. I mean, and uh, the idea is that he plays a uh, children's show host, right? Yeah, yeah. And okay. so um, it's like it's like Death to Smoochie, the television series. Maybe. Uh, there is Death to Smoochie, the television series, though. Oh, is there? Yes. Like, it just started, like, within 
the last like six months. But okay, good to know. Good to know. I think there is, or no? What I'm thinking of something else. Uh, but no, this is um, like uh, it's like a year after his son dies in a car accident, and so okay. like, and his his wife left him, and he has to move out, and um, I don't know, like his life is falling apart, and uh, but he has to keep it together to do the show. Yeah, I get that. Um, yeah, so, like, it's a little weird, but it's, it's, it's pretty good. Okay. Um, oh, I didn't mention Jeopardy. I've been watching Jeopardy. On Netflix? Uh, no. Like, like, Daily Jeopardy. Uh, I've been watching the, the team tournament, so I feel smart. Okay, yeah, that's always good. (laughs) Yeah, I always I always like it when it's the younger ones because I can clear about half the board. Yep. And yeah. um but uh do you feel as though do you feel as though you'll continue watching it if the if Alex Trebek uh retires like he's playing? Is he planning on retiring? He's having uh he went and had a Alzheimer's screening done because he's having memory lapse issues. Oh no. And so I mean at some points they, I mean, at some point within the next five years, I'm sure he would retire anyway. But I mean, if he's having health issues, he might very well just go ahead and give up the ghost. What kind of memory issues is he having? I mean, he's he's constantly putting random facts into his brain. I mean, there's only so much room where, for. I think he's having issues where he's losing time. Like he's, oh, okay, he's he's forgetting like that he was going to be doing or. You know, uh, scheduling issues and things along those lines. I think I think that he's that's that's why he thinks that it's Alzheimer's. Okay. That's but do you think you would continue watching it if it didn't have Alex Trebek? Because he's done it for the past what thirty years? Yeah, something like that. I don't know if they bring in somebody young, then I'm not cool with that. Really, you feel as though it has to be like an older, more wise person? Yes. They couldn't have like Adam Conover from Adam's Ru- Adam ruins everything. Oh, that could be okay. <laughs> I don't know. Like like some, some know-it-all kind of a guy, you know? Maybe. Like, I feel like that would just change the, the tone of it, though. I mean, yeah. I think that after after Trebek, they have to come in and bring in somebody that's more, like, comedy-oriented in order to get people to come and see it. Because the older people still watch Jeopardy just because it's Jeopardy. Right, and they've got to ensure that it's like the new crew. I I don't know because like, like old people it, are going to continue to watch Jeopardy, and and they have the old people ads, and they have the like if Jeopardy is suddenly like sponsored by I don't know some like Snapchat, I don't know. Yes, yes, because Snapchat is always sponsoring game shows. No, I mean, like, if, if 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 some young company is suddenly sponsoring Jeopardy, then then that's not that completely changes the tone of it, and I, it's not the same if, show. Okay, if they bring in some old person who only older people would recognize, um, then you'll have the issue of the audience will dry up because literally they'll die. I don't mean like old old, but like like it's like like Drew Carey coming in at the Price Is Right, like Drew Carey. Is like the right age. Okay. 
for that. Like, uh, what if they had uh, Brian Cranston come in? He's they wouldn't, but yeah, something like that. Because I think that he could pull off the tone of like, you know, he he could have like little like smart aleck comebacks and things along those lines. But he can, he can hold the tone of like a serious uh, game show. I'm trying to think like who who like. It's got to be like somebody from like a, a TV show that ended within the last like five years. Wait, wait, wait! What network is it on? Uh, it's on CBS. No. Okay, I was about to say if it was NBC, then it would be Alec Baldwin. Uh, not for a daily show. I, I bet you they would. I bet you they would. I don't know. Like. But I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know if we necessarily have to cross this bridge. We can go ahead and move on. We don't okay. worry about Alex Trebek too much right now. Right. But it was just. It was just something that came up in my news feed recently. Okay. Uh, I think we're on the last thing here. I've been watching uh, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. I have not heard of this at all. No. Uh, no, I don't think so. So it's it's um, it's based on a book written by uh, Douglas Adams. Okay, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and all that? Yeah. And so, uh, it has uh, Elijah Wood. Okay. And, um, like, uh, Dirk Gently, his holistic detective agency, is he, he solves crimes that, that otherwise wouldn't get solved. Um, and the way he does it is he just kind of lets the universe flow him in the right direction. Okay. <laughs> And so, like, uh, he shows up in Elijah Wood's apartment and is all like, I don't know if you're a clue, or if you're a person of interest, or if you're an assistant. And and then he's turns like... Out, it turns out he's an assistant. Yep. Okay. And and they're going well, through this weird... It's kind of... It's well, a weird show. And there's also... So the anti-intelligent Sherlock Holmes. Yes. Okay. Um, there's also a holistic assassin that's looking to kill him. <laughs> so a holistic Moriarty. Yes. Okay, fantastic. But I, like, I have to check this out. Like she's just running around. She's like, she's like, I just kill who I feel like killing, and I've never killed the wrong person. Okay, good to know. <laughs> it's it's like, a really like good she, show. She always gets off like scot free because she kills like a pedophile or something. Maybe like like uh um like there's a scene where like the car breaks down in the woods and uh a guy stops to to help them like a motor guy on a motorcycle stops to help them and he's all like he's like there's it's like you could get killed out here lucky I came along and she's like can I kill him now like she's 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 got like somebody with him with her and she's like can I kill him now and he's like no he's helping us. And then, like, he finishes fixing the car, and he's all, and the guy's all like, he's like, I'm going to take the car now. Okay. He's like, we kill you, and we chop up your bodies, and we take the vehicle and sell it for parts. <laughs> and then he's the guy's all like, yes, kill him now. <laughs> okay, good to know. Uh, what What is this on? Uh, this is a BBC show. It's on BBC America. Okay. Or it was. Uh, it's I'll, a finished I'll show. To, I'll have to try and check it out then. It's, it's pretty good. I'm two episodes Please. in. Wait, so is she basically uh, 
Is she basically, is it more of a comedy version of, um, what was that BBC show with the kids where he thought he was a sociopath? Oh, uh, Into the Effing Universe? Yeah, Into the Effing World. World, that's what it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nah, no. Because that's getting a second season. Is it? It is. Okay. End of the effing world is getting a season two. Huh. Don't know if it takes place with the same characters. Don't know if it right. takes place, you know, at the same time or anything. But they, they've announced that they're doing a second season to that, or a second series, because it's British. Right. Hmm. So, yeah, so... But yeah, when you're describing, you know, it's like, can I kill him now? Can I kill him now? Yes, now I can kill him. <laughs> That's, that just sounds like what I wanted End of the Effing World to be. Yeah. But, but yeah um, I, I think I'll pick that up. Yeah, watch the first episode. You want to watch the second episode, watch the second episode, and you go, this is a little weird. Okay, it's a lot weird. There's okay. like there's like time travel involved and other things, so like it's going to be good. <laughs> of course. All right, so I'll check it out. I'll give it. I'll give it six seasons in a movie until I tell you what I think. There's only two seasons, so. Okay. So I'll have to wait a long time to tell you what I think. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So that, you watch anything else? That, I think that wraps up my TV show. Yeah, that, that, that's all for me, really. Um, watching nearly as much as you. Yeah, I don't know that I'll be watching the same amount over the next couple weeks. Maybe. Um, Beckett's parents are coming in for Thanksgiving, so. Yeah, we've got Thanksgiving break and we're just sticking around here, so I'll probably have a bit more time to watch television, depending on the kids, you know? Yeah. I'll definitely watch a lot more My Little Ponies. Right? <laughs> All right, so I, I guess we wrap this up. Um, yeah, so uh, you can find us on Facebook at Media Monday Show. And uh, MediaMondayShow.com. Mm-hmm. And you can email us at MediaMondayShow at gmail.com. Yeah. Nobody has ever emailed us. Nobody has, no. Nobody ever will. Except if it's like a grievance complaint. <laughs> yes. So. Um, but yeah, so uh, also try and find us on Fantasy Movie League. Yes. Uh, the, the league is Media Monday Show. And the password is Gino. G-E-N-O. And... Um, yeah, I made a phone call today, uh, like to to cancel my insurance, and the the person on the other end of the line, like the the healthcare.gov person, is like, like they're like, what's your name? And I'm like, Gene McNew, and they're all, and I spelled my last name, and they're like, spell the first name, please. And I'm like, G, and they're like, D's and dog. I'm like, no, G, as in, and I'm like, what words begin with G? Uh, I was about to say G is in Gino. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> E as in, and then and then <laughs> anyone. And I was like G, and they're like V is in Victor. And I'm like, no, wait, I know this one. It's G is in golf. G is in golf. That's that's the actual like NATO phonetic yes, word. Yes, I've, I I had to think of it there, but yeah, once you're... once we got there, they finally understood me after I said it like three or four times. Yeah, your 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 name is Golf uh, Echo Echo November November Echo. Echo. Yes, but 
that was that was crazy. It's got two echoes in there. Yes, echo, 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 echo. Anyway, (laughs) I told him to spell his name, and you just started saying a bunch of words at me. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, so, uh, find us on there. The the season is about to end for fantasy movie league, so you can get it at the ground floor and actually yeah. you know, compete. We got two weeks left, and then and then uh, and then Rick's probably going to beat us all. Hey, he very well might. He very well might. He's done. He did fantastically this week. So. Yeah, he's he's ahead by like two hundred thousand. Yeah, and <laughs> I am going to create a little pendant, and we are going to send it to the person whoever wins. Okay, the fantasy movie league. And it'll be, uh, it, it'll, it'll have like I don't know their final total or something like that. I don't know. I haven't decided quite yet. But there's going to be a Media Monday show, and so if you join this, you can actually win something by winning the Media Monday show Fantasy Movie League. Nice. That does require that you give us your address and things. So it does. It does. Or a PO box if you prefer that. Or okay. if you're actually friends with one of us, we can try and you know convey it to you directly. That's true. Yes. Um, but yes, if you uh, if you are wanting to do that, you're more than welcome to join, and we can send it at least you know uh, I don't know about internationally. We'd have to find out about that, and look into a little bit of research. But if you are at least in the continental North American United States area, we could send something to you. Nice. I'm excited for this. Yeah. All right. So wh- whoever wins is going to get the very first ever prize. Nice. It's going to be me. It's going to be you. It's gonna, gonna be, be me. That's right. It's gonna be me. That's right. <laughs> All right. So uh, thank y'all for listening, and uh, we'll be back in two weeks. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye.